Share Care, helping you find experts, the top minds in health and medicine. It's Share Care Radio with Dr. Daria Long Gillespie on RadioMD.com. Hey, welcome back. It's Dr. Daria. If you have kids, how much do you let them use social media? I have a two-year-old who somehow, without me ever telling her, knows intuitively how to work the iPhone. She swipes left, swipes right. She knows exactly how to use it. And I know that this is just the ice, you know, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to her using digital tools and social media. So how, you know, it's something that all parents ask. How much TV should my child watch? You know, when should she start to get her computer? What happens when she gets on social media, which is my terror as a parent? You know, Kids always want to be on social media. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, 22% of adolescents log on to social media at least 10 times a day. So I want to talk about this. We brought in New York Presbyterian family psychologist. She's the emotional wellness editor for Health Magazine, and she's a national TV and news health expert, Dr. Gail Saltz. She's going to talk to us about the guidelines for kids and social media and let us know where to be. we need to be careful. Of course, you can always follow her as well at Dr. Gail Saltz. Gail, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you. So for my and, you know, every other parent out there, we want to know at what age should I let, should we let our kids get on social media? I think we're all kind of nervous about this. Um, and, you know, understandably so. Um, there is not one right answer, um, mostly because, honestly, kids don't all mature at the mm-hmm. same moment, you know, developmentally. Mm-hmm. You want to, I think, delay long enough that you have some positive feelings about their impulse control, about uh, their ability to take in your concerns, mm-hmm. realistic concerns, um, and uh, be able to modulate themselves in that setting, which mm-hmm. unfortunately is, you know, plays to a kid's impulsivity, which, right. you know, biologically speaking is, is normal to be present. But some mm-hmm. kids mature at different rates and are more able to to deal with things. And it may even be that you let them on at a certain point and maybe it doesn't go well and Mm -hmm. you take them back off. That's Mm -hmm. also not an impossibility. But I would certainly say, you know, that if you can at least delay a lot of it until high school, Uh um, that's a great thing. And that doesn't mean that your kid won't ever be on the computer, on the phone, as you brought up your daughter on the phone and so on the (sighs) iPad. There are many things that they can do and engage with that aren't social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Social media brings up its entire, its own slew of issues. They're not just getting information or watching something. They're connecting with people. They're connecting with people. Um, and in addition, their ability to grasp that whatever they contribute, let's say, online, is potentially there forever and potentially could go viral. Mm-hmm. Is very that's a very difficult concept for a kid mm-hmm. to to grasp that you know as I as I said to my own children at some point years ago, mm-hmm. um, whatever you write could be on the front page of the New York Times tomorrow. <laughs> you have to think about that mm-hmm. when you decide to write something because you the know, reality is anybody can lift anything that you've said from yeah. any medium that you've said it in and make it public. And. As an adult, it's hard. You know, I still have to remind myself yeah. of that sometimes. So, I mean, how can we expect, you know, our 12-year-old? What do you do? Because our parent, I know we have listeners right now who have parents, 
her parents have kids in junior high and they say, well, have them wait until high school. Fat chance. My child wants to get on right now. They're in seventh grade. What do you tell them or what right. can you do? So, you know, again, um, you may have a child that you really do have a, uh, a good relationship with. You have a lot of trust in. You have these open conversations. Um, you may decide that you feel um, that there's a certain amount that you can give them. I would advise that if you do that, that your agreement is that you reserve the right to have passwords to inter, you know, sort of intermittently mm-hmm. check, you know, in a certain kind of way to know what's going on, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that you do that, and yeah. that you, you know, that you have the ability to see and regroup on whether things are are safe, really, and yeah. um, and not being destructive, and therefore they continue to have that privilege. That, you make a really good point, and this is something that a lot of parenting experts have told me, is you know set the rules at the beginning, because once you've said, okay, you have full reign in social media, it's very hard to reel it back. It but if is you say hard to front, reel it back. It is hard to reel it back, but I, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of parents end up feeling very helpless mm-hmm. in the situation, like, what can I do? They really, really want to, and I can't take mm-hmm. them away from their friends, and I can't, I already said this, so then I can't. Mm-hmm. There is no can't. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you are the parent. Mm-hmm. You do hold the cards. Um, of mm-hmm. course, you don't want to socially handicap your child. Um, and so you want to think about how limits can be set in a way that still allow them to socially participate, mm-hmm. but not more than really they can be handling. And sometimes social participation um, will be what they are saying they need and, and why they need to do it. But it will be social participation that really is not to their benefit. So that it's, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's easy. It is a hard line to mm-hmm. walk because of course, like let's say, let's just talk about selfies, yeah. which is, you know, obviously it's become yes. extraordinarily popular. Mm-hmm. For the, for the average teenage girl, it's pretty normal to take selfies. Um, it would be, there would be probably something up for the, for the kid who never takes any selfies mm-hmm. on the one hand. On the other hand, if your daughter is spending inordinate amounts of time and effort taking various selfies and posting them all the time, then I think you you may have a child who's really struggling with a self-esteem mm-hmm. issue or a body dysmorphia issue or a need to do something socially within the context of her group that maybe mm-hmm. isn't so healthy for her. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I wish that it were black and white and I could say to mm-hmm. parents, hey, at this age, at this time, do this and then to do this. Right. <laughs> but what is... It's not that easy. What in parenting is black and white? I remember being in residency and uh, seeing a new a newborn. I didn't know how to pick the child up. I was, you know, just out of medical school, and my attending teacher jokingly made fun of me. He said, "Don't worry. When they're born, they come with a book." And if only it were the case that they really came with a book like that. Yeah, and this is how-to. this is all you know, really relatively new, uncharted territory right. that you as parents didn't have to deal with as a child growing up. Right. So, exactly. so that okay. does make it more difficult, but I think that parents need to do their best to mm-hmm. be aware of what's available mm-hmm. and, and in that sense, get out in front of it. Definitely set stricter ground rules from the get-go, ones mm-hmm. that you can always diminish as you go forward, but as you said, harder to peel back, but not undoable. If mm-hmm. something happens and it didn't go well, then you say to your child, guess what? I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And... In my mistake, I didn't employ this and this and this, and, mm-hmm. and so I'm changing that now. Um, yeah. 
And it doesn't mean, you know, your child will like it. They don't have to like lots of things that you do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is true. I, I, this is what I have to look forward to with the teenage child. Sounds like you've been through it and survived it. So it's good to know there's light at the end of the tunnel. But so number one is setting ground rules. Now, as you mentioned, a lot of parents didn't use Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat growing up. Um, you know, one thing you said maybe run rule is like make th- make sure that you have their passwords and let them know that you have their passwords. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think them. that should be covert. I think mm-hmm. that um, it's helpful. You know, it's sort of like uh, you're you're standing on their shoulder a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, letting them know that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a free for all. And um, and that that can actually be helpful or even relieving to them. They may yes. they even can say to friends. My parents are going to look, I can't, whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, mm-hmm. that they may even wish that you were doing. Mm. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it, it can be hard for, for kids who, who, you know, it's anxiety producing to feel mm-hmm. that they're on their own with the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some kids are really going to push the limits and try to find ways to really go underground and not let you see. Um, mm-hmm. So that's its own special challenge. But yes, I would... I would basically say, sure, we're going to set this up. Yes, I'm going to have the password. I'm not going to be on there, obviously, 24-7, but mm-hmm. I reserve the right to look. Occasionally, I'm going to do a check-in, um, you know, or I might do a check-in with you. Um, mm-hmm. I would advise that uh, phones and other devices not be in bedrooms at night. Mm-hmm. Um, it provides another check. And also, quite honestly, kids will just stay on it because it is, very addictive, essentially, right. and they won't sleep. Right, uh, it, just, or do it work. disrupts their sleep as well. I mean, it's bad. you have to the help them already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to help them already set patterns so that mm-hmm. social media doesn't destroy their ability to get work done and mm-hmm. sleep. And yeah. uh, that's so important because I've seen plenty of kids go off to college, um, sort of having not set any of that up right. for themselves internally, mm-hmm. and yeah. it really and- undoes them. When they it get does. to school. And that's a really good place that we as parents can be good role models. Put your phone away too. Yes. So have a single location where everybody plugs in their phones at night after a certain point. They see you doing it because all of us could probably benefit from this as well. Very much Then so. your child does as well. So I love that. Tell parents, you know, are there any social media sites, you know, if your child is on it, you'd really avoid as a young teen or teenager or, you know, are they kind of all on the main ones? Well, I'm sure there are many, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to be honest sure. with you, that, yes, you should avoid. And that's why you want to know sort of historically where your kid is going mm-hmm. um, and, and you have passwords. You know, basically, a good rule of thumb is stay out of chat rooms mm-hmm. um, or, you know, places where an- people can come on anonymously, anonymously mm-hmm. and be talking with your kid because that is, you know, yeah. a place where predators go. And, um, and, and that won't be a good thing. So essentially, uh, I would also honestly advise your child to be off of sites where, um, sort of gossiping, mm-hmm. um, and bad mouthing happens. So, mm-hmm. like the what? sites, yik yak, um, school confessions, uh, places where basically you might throw, your child might can throw out an anonymous, like, what do you think of me? And, and sadly kids do. Um, mm-hmm. It's a time when they're really wondering what people yeah. think of them and they're mm-hmm. desperate for reassurances. But what happens on those sites is because people can be at the anonymously at the other end of the screen, um, they can be really sadistic mm-hmm. and yes, say terrible things, or it may encourage your own child to say terrible things mm-hmm. um, about others. And that's not 
that's not healthy for anyone. Mm-hmm. There are some things that are that that uh, allow social contact that are can be harmless um, if they're contained. Things like Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Snapchat, where it's it's not sort of for anybody to partake, but they're privately between you and your friends, and 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 that's a form of social inclusion. But again, mm-hmm. you have to remind your child that those things that they think they're posting a picture and it then disappears and no one can see. That's no longer true. Right. So it's, if Snapchat, it's, there, which you, it's yeah. there forever. It's it, it can be there mm-hmm. forever. It can disappear, but someone can easily screenshot it and right. send it on so that you really need to talk about ground rules like never putting up photos of anything unclothed, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, never, you know, not a photo again that they wouldn't want on the front page of a newspaper, essentially, mm-hmm. because yeah. it can be anywhere. Um, not writing things that they don't want people to publicly know about them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, comments on drug and alcohol use, you know, mean comments, bullying comments, things they wouldn't want said about them. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the you know, it's it's a public forum, essentially, yeah. of what used to be in stairwells. Right, exactly. A written record. That. A written record of it. Now, we're getting, or all of our listeners, we're talking to Dr. Gail Saltz. She's a New York Presbyterian family psychologist. Gail, you know, given that you're a psychologist, kids are going through such a, a vulnerable time in their teens. At the same time, they're being bombarded with this social networking, this no social network sites. Is there anything when your kids were going through that age that you told them? Any message you shared with them to really strengthen them as they're facing all of these things? Um, oh, well, many. Um, <laughs> uh, well, first of all, let me tell you, just so you understand, I am a psychiatrist. So actually, um, I do have many people who, you know, parents and young adults who come in and are struggling with a family member, who uh, a child, who has become depressed. Um, and or extremely anxious with an anxiety disorder mm-hmm. because and and really the more uh, sort of down they go the more that they are spending time on Facebook um, and wow. other social media sites where they com- become convinced that everybody is having this wonderful life right that looks like a party yes. and they're Which not isn't part unique. of it. That's not unique to teenagers. It happens to adults too, but they're probably Absolutely. even more susceptible. You're Absolutely. right. Absolutely. And um, so I think. That while you might not want to keep your child so far removed that they feel like you know they're they don't have any idea what's going on and they're they're completely apart, you you want to inform them and this I did inform my kids you know actually heavy use of Facebook really correlates for teenagers with uh, lower mood and more mm. anxious mood. Mm-hmm. And that this idea of, you know, fear of missing out, FOMO, you know, is something that, mm-hmm. um, you know, is not a DSM-5 diagnosis, but really mm-hmm. is a feeling that is just stoked by spending inordinate amounts of time. And I really tried to explain to them that like what they would do, mm-hmm. other people are only putting the best moments of their right. life. It's, that's um, why they call it fake book. Fake yes. book. There you go. Yes. That these, are, look, these are not yes. real lives. Yes. If, if, I, you know, if I look as a mother, I would no, think that every parent out there with a child the same age as, as mine is the child is potty trained, eating with chopsticks, <laughs> and never has a hair astray, because that's what you see. 
That is what you see. That is what you see, and it really, it really gives you a very skewed view, and that that really carries through on everything Mm -hmm. from you know every one of these sites. That's what people are doing because that's it's nature, it's human nature to want to project this positive image and even try to convince yourself. But there are many there are sites regarding eating disorders, which you know uh, give advice for eating disorders. Mm -hmm. So if you are if you have any concerns about that, you really want to talk to your child about you know not looking for those sorts of things, mm-hmm. not being on those sorts of things, that they're very damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk to them about uh, what they're, you know, seeing in terms of what other people are putting up, that they, you know, that they may feel pressured by what other people are writing, which may be true or false, mm-hmm. to yes. engage in behaviors that are are self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, to some degree, it's, a, it's like misery loves company, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, kids who are struggling really want to draw others into the struggle with them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Misery. Yeah. This is so true. Then what, you know, it's really hard to know. I mean, of course, if you're, you're trying to monitor your child's feeds and social media use, are there signs if your child is being cyberbullied or pre- that, you know, a parent could look for? Well, I think sure, that's one of sure. our biggest by, concerns. I mean, obviously, to some degree, by being having their passwords and being able to check occasionally, you may mm-hmm. just see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there are signs. The signs of cyberbullying are similar signs to bullying in general, which is, mm-hmm. you know, a child who, you know, was doing well in school, doing less well in school, pulling mm-hmm. away socially, spending more time alone. Um, you know, definitely, uh, either irritable mood or low mood or labile mood, um, difficulty sleeping, uh, mm-hmm. regression in behavior. Uh, okay. all of these, you know, are signs potentially of, of a child being bullied and they may not talk to you about it. It is important mm-hmm. to, uh, bring up the potential for that and, um, and to be able to engage the school mm-hmm. in a conversation if that's what's going on. I would also, be quite honest, advise a parent that if their child either shows them or they find online, uh, you know, evidence of bullying, that they print out in hard copy mm-hmm. what they've seen mm-hmm. um, and that they, you know, basically keep a file, I hate to say it, but, you know, of, yeah. of what is happening to be able to talk to the school about what is happening because That's a great these point. things can become ethereal and suddenly mm-hmm. something has disappeared and someone mm-hmm. is saying that didn't happen and, you know, okay. can make it much more difficult. 30 seconds, Dr. Saltz. What are some other online resources for parents who think their child is being cyberbullied? Um, I, you know, I, I think um, the Child Mind Institute has great resources online. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, Cornell's, uh, which is where I am, a uh, New York mm-hmm. Presbyterian has great, you know, in their child department resources online. Mm-hmm. Most, most of your actual child psych centers will have resources regarding, mm-hmm. um, cyberbullying and, and most practitioners are, are really well versed in being able to advise someone and okay. what to be doing. Okay. Um, wonderful. I would also tell you that, um, for instance, commonsensemedia.org mm-hmm is a great site for everything from how to manage your child's digital life, and which they should and should not be on, mm-hmm. to issues like cyberbullying. Wonderful. Dr. Saltz, thank you so much. Again, check her out, drgailsaltz.com. Follow her on Twitter at drgailsaltz. Follow me at Dr. Daria, and check out my Busy Woman's Guide on the Huffington Post as well. Thanks for listening to Share Care Radio, and stay well. <laughs>